Allie Reese has a special. Great to see you here tonight. Thank you, uh, Allie and Caleb, and appreciate y'all being here tonight, just everyone. Let's head to Jeremiah chapter 13. Jeremiah chapter 13, looking in God's holy word here. God told a story about how we can be preserved, useful, and in some Bible translations, this is called a linen sash. Uh, here in this, uh, in our King James Bible, it says it's called a girdle. And uh, basically, 
it it is talking about like underwear. So interestingly enough that how God can take a uh, a piece of underwear and make an illustration out of it. But that's what we see here in this passage. Basically, to this end or to this subject, how can I remain useful to the Lord? Can I remain a useful church member? Can I serve the Lord? I want to be used of God. I want the Lord to use me in my life. Let's begin reading in Jeremiah 13 and verse 1. Thus saith the Lord unto me, Go and get thee a linen girdle, and put it upon thy loins. And put it not in the water. Basically, don't wash it. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, well now we're talking about underwear and just don't wash it. Oh, boy. So I got a girdle, according to the word of the Lord, and put it on my loins. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, Take the girdle that thou hast got which is upon thy loins, and arise and go to Euphrates. Now, that river is quite a ways from where he was located right then. And hide it there in a hole of the rock. So I went and I hid it by Euphrates as the Lord commanded me. And it came to pass after many days that the Lord said unto me, Arise and go to Euphrates and take the girdle from thence which I commanded thee to hide there. Then I went to Euphrates and digged, and I took the girdle from the place where I had hid it. And behold, the girdle was marred, and it was profitable for nothing. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Thus saith the Lord, after this manner will I mar the pride of Judah and the great pride of Jerusalem. This evil people, which refuse to hear my words, which walk in the imagination of their heart, and walk after other gods to serve them and to, to worship them, shall even be as this girdle, which is good for nothing. For as the girdle cleaveth to the loins of a man, so have I caused to cleave unto me the whole house of Israel and the whole house of Judah, saith the Lord, that they might be unto me for a people, and for a name, and for a praise, and to the glory, and for a glory, but that they would not hear. So, literally, the first ten verses, he's showing how that this is a, uh, uh, it's an illustration of an unused piece of garment. And then he said, then he turns it all around, but... And verse 11, again looking at it, For as the girdle cleaveth to the loins of man, wear it up close, basically like a, a t-shirt or, you know, for lack of a better term, underwear. Uh, he says, it's, think about this, he says in verse 11, I, I want that with you. With Judah and Israel, I, I want your closeness. But your life has made, made me like that dirty t-shirt that you hid in the hole in the rock. I can't use that. I want you close. I want to be, I want you to be a useful country, a useful people. Uh, and it's in, that's an interesting illustration, isn't it? Uh, a dirty piece of underwear, a dirty t-shirt. And he said, you put it there and now look at it. Look at it. 
I mean, that's supposed to be the, the right next as a garment, a piece of garment that's supposed to be right next to your skin. It's supposed to be something that's close there. And so in verses 1 through 10, he's showing the filthiness of it. In verse 10, verse 11, he's saying, I, I want you close. I desire a close relationship with you. So how can I be more useful to God? How can I keep my life in a, in a, in a way that, you know, so we have so many distractions today. We have so many things, as verse 10 says, that take away our imagination, that cause us to walk in another direction away from the Lord, and then also to even worship. A lot of us say, well, you know what, I've, I've never worshipped anything but the Lord. I, but I, I may put stuff ahead of Him, <laughs> but I've never worshipped anything. That's, that's a contradiction. <laughs> if we put stuff ahead of God, we've worshipped it. If we put stuff, and we all of us have at some point in time, say, I've never bowed down to any idol, but when we put it ahead of God, we have. And there's so many ways to do that. A lot of people say, well, to me, God will never, then you just created an idol in your head. When you say, well, to me, God would never, well, then you're making God to be something that fits you. And uh, instead of, well, the Bible says God is holy, He's just, He's, Loving. A lot of times we claim that love whenever we don't want to be judged. We claim that love whenever we don't want God to get us. And we'll talk about it. You know, through this, this girdle, God provided this neat teaching analogy comparing a, a ruined piece of cloth to a good piece of cloth. Well, I've got some comparisons here. And I've got, we, we can be a useful church member and we can become a useless church member looking at a couple of things. Number one, we're useful when we're stretched. And we become useless when we're soiled. And we'll talk about this just real quick. When we're stretched means this. How can I step out in a way and do something I've never done before for the Lord? Uh, what can I do differently? Even the disciples, I've quoted this many times, the disciples said, Lord, increase my faith. I was reading this afternoon uh, a book that uh, that I just pick up. I, I just I pick it up and I'll read a couple of chapters, and I've really enjoyed it. I just need to sit down and finish it. And the name of the book is "Same Kind of Different Than Me," and it's by two people. Ron, a true story, and a white guy and a black guy. Ron Hall and Denver Moore. Ron Hall is a multimillionaire art gallery owner and uh denver moore's a homeless black man in the streets of fort worth anyway and they befriended this guy because ron hall was married to a christian lady had an affair and uh she forgave him took him back denver moore and the whole long story but this is what i want to use here for God to stretch us, sometimes He has to put us through something we don't like. Well, what happened was, is, uh, and I'm not ruining the story if you were to read the book. I don't know if we have it in our library or not. But Ron's wife, Debbie, comes down with cancer. And uh, he said, well, we were praying and praying and praying. And we prayed all those prayers that you pray when us Christians need, need God to come through. 
like where it says, Ask and it shall be given, seeking you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. And remember the other scripture, Whatsoever you ask in my will, I will perform it. You know, and there's several other scriptures that are similar to that. He said, All those scriptures came to my mind while I was praying for my wife Debbie to be healed, but immediately another verse popped in my mind, but I quickly shoved it back in the filing cabinet. And it's the scripture over there in Job where it says, The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Well, we don't like that one, so we'll put it back. We like the others because that's name it and claim it, isn't it? But a lot of times God stretches us. And Denver Moore, the black guy, he said, Well, my mom always said the, sometimes the best medicine tastes terrible. And God wants us to have the best medicine. Sometimes it does taste terrible. And that's when God stretches us. When He puts us through more than we think than we can handle. Whenever you think, I can't handle this anymore and my faith is being stretched, but that's when we're useful. Whenever you think, and you know, people say, well, God will never, doesn't it say, preacher, somewhere that God will never put on you more than you can bear? Yes, it does. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. But folks, if you bear it alone, you will stumble and fall and fail. Because He will put on you more than you can bear by yourself. Not without Him. So we are useful when we're stretched. We're, we're, we're not useful. We're useless when we're sold. In Second uh, Timothy chapter 2. And uh, all of us fall into this. Every one of us in this room in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also wood and earth some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself with these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, that means set apart, and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. We should also flee useful lusts and follow after righteousness and faith, charity, love, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Which means this is that every day... I need to ask God to clean me, to take my vessel. I am just a, we're all just a a tea pitcher. That's all of us are. Everybody in this room, from from the pulpit to the pew, we're all tea pitchers. Filthy, unclean, clean. We got a little dirt on us. And God says, if you'll come to me, I'll clean you up. If you'll accept me, you can be useful. If you follow me, I'll take you and use your life for my will and honor and glory. God wants to take your vessel because guess what you're carrying? If you're saved, you are a vessel of Jesus Christ telling others about Him. So we can be stretched or we can be sold. I think about... Aiken's sin, how that just sometimes we wonder why churches struggle or why families struggle. Sometimes we have just a, a sin covered up in a tent. We don't want to deal with it. And God says, just deal with it. 
And man, you'll, then you can take off and serve men. There's so many people. Paul said it this way. Think about it. Think about it. Paul said, now this is the great apostle Paul. And he said, uh, there's nobody a worse sinner than me. What did he call himself? I'm the chiefest of sinners. I'm the worst sinner in the room because I persecuted Christians. When you take your life and you, if when you, especially the only way to serve the Lord, the only way for any of us to serve to God, serve the Lord is to say, I don't need to look at anybody but me. My heart is my vessel right. Is my heart right with God tonight? So, I want to be stretched, not sold. We must also, we need to be secure. Back up just a few pages if you're still in 2 Timothy to 2 Timothy. Well, it's just one page here. 2 Timothy 1.12. 2 Timothy 1.12. We're useful when we're stretched, and we're also useful when we're secure, which means you have confidence in what, who, what God has done in your